In week 11 of the NFL season, we begin to see the taming of the animals, with the Jags, Panthers and Lions roar dying out. And we see the rise of America, with America's team and the Patriots winning, and the Eagles looking bald. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Snap UK podcast, your weekly review of all things NFL by those in the know on this side of the pond. My name is Johnny Frash and after Griff's one week stand in front of the host's mic, I am back in control. So alongside me, Griff, Fourth and Inches and the returning Jimmy G. Packers, Giants, Seahawks, Titans were all on the bye. Uh, Before we dive into the games, two things we need to cover. Firstly, the big C. Colin Kaepernick hosted a workout and reportedly played pretty well. Uh, How long before he's back? He's not going to be back. He's not coming back. All you need to do is go on Twitter and just search Colin Kaepernick and you just see loads of people with sunglasses with an American flag on their background and they are not happy. There's (laughs) nothing that happened at the weekend which is going to change anyone's view of what Colin Kaepernick is as a player or a person. Like... The, the, the biggest issue with him is the, the distraction, the sideshow that comes with him. And he didn't help himself by cancelling the NFL's arranged workout and hosting his own 60 miles um, sixty miles away, which then was only attended by eight teams rather than 24 teams. He could have been the absolute beast of a quarterback. He's still got his arm strength. He still suffers a little bit with, with the touch of his throws and, and the accuracy. He's still apparently a good athlete, but it's a sideshow that comes with Colin Kaepernick, which every GM and every coach is going to not want to deal with. Apparently he moved it because they were they were not going to film it as promised. So it wasn't going to be as available. And he decided... And Fair enough. I mean, I, I just find it, if he's that desperate to play again, then just, just deal with it. Knuckle down, do what they ask, throw a few footballs around, prove that you... Because he apparently is still a good athlete. He's still got an amazing arm. And deal with it. He's threw his toys out of the pram, and that's going to be that's the story. It's not that he had a good workout. The story is he threw his toys out of the pram. Assuming if he threw his toys out of the pram, they missed most of the people trying to catch him. Apparently, his accuracy wasn't as bad. They'd go 60 yards. Yeah, I mean, some of the throws he made looked amazing, but you know, he's doing it under test scenarios without a defense running against him with receivers who he's probably practiced with. I think the thing that the problem you've got with Kaepernick is. Every team has their starting quarterback. No quarterback is injured currently. So there's going to be no issues there whatsoever. <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I'd say he'd probably still be better than Mason Rudolph at, at the Steelers. There's probably still, I mean, even Philip Rivers is having a bit of a dire time, time of it at the moment. Um, so, yeah, he probably could get a game. But, you know, coaches want their backups to be backup quarterbacks. They don't want the sideshow that goes with a backup quarterback. You might accept it if he's the first team quarterback, maybe. But not a backup, and that's realistically what he can hope for. Hope for. Fair enough. Um, secondly, college quarterback star and potential number one pick, Tua. Uh, I'm going to pronounce it. Tua Tonga Vailoa. You really well, wimped out of that one, John. Yeah. yeah we uh, have waited a good five minutes for you to get to Tua Tonga Vailoa. So uh, Tua uh, We're mates. He calls me John. I call him Tua. Uh, he suffered a season-ending hip injury, and uh, what do you make of this development? It's not just a season-ending. He could be... I mean, the way I've heard it described is, at its worst, at its worst, it's a career-ending injury. 
probably not going to be that bad. But he's out until probably the end of next year at least, which I think is going to obviously affect his draft stock. He's probably going to be the first quarterback off the board. Now, whether he goes in the first round is questionable, but it does line it up for a really good team who's got an old quarterback to sign a really, really good quarterback. Pats. John was telling me this is the injury that ended Bo Jackson's career. Tecmo Bo. It is, but other players have had this. CJ Mosley had a dislocated hip. wasn't as bad, but he's come back and he's still a pretty decent player. He's barely played this season. Well, yeah, but you know, up until this season, yeah. he's been pretty decent. Uh, Jim, you watch the most college football out of everyone, so now that Tua isn't going to be the number one pick, who will be number one pick? Well, whether it's a quarterback, if it is a quarterback, then Joe Burrows is the obvious choice from LSU. He's had an astonishing year so far. If it's not going to be a quarterback, Chase Young, the defensive end at Ohio State, is largely regarded as the best player in the draft this year. So, you know, it depends who's going to be number one. If it's going to be the Bengals, they're probably going to be looking for a quarterback because, you know, they've, they've, they suck. They, they suck. They've got, they're not playing. And Dalton, Ryan Finley isn't, you, isn't going to be the answer. So probably Joe Burrows, who is from Ohio, though he's transferred to LSU, he is from Ohio, so he'll, he'll fit in well there. If it's the Redskins and they are getting behind Haskins, who actually looks pretty bad, um, then it could be Chase Young. Okay, because uh, Tua isn't going to be the first pick now. No, it just absolutely isn't going to happen. I gather that this time last year there were five quarterbacks who were said to be number one. Justin from Jake from That's him. What's happened to him? Because I have seen nothing about him this year. He's still got another year of eligibility, but I reckon now with Tua going down the pecking order as such, um, he'll probably come out. He's not had an amazing year, but he's he's got the stature to be an NFL quarterback. He's got really good accuracy. He doesn't move that well in the pocket. So, you know, he, if you've got an offense where you've got a very good offensive line who uh, is going to allow him some time, he could be a good answer. Fair enough. So you go into the football. Uh, so I was talking about football, but sorry. yeah, that's true. The, the John doesn't watch college football. Doesn't count until they're in the air. No, uh, unless you're paying them. Who cares? <laughs> Interestingly, Tua had an insurance policy, so Ooh. if he does fall out the out the first round, he'll still get a lot of money based oh. on his insurance policy of getting injured. Oh, the interesting that's right. as well. Yeah. That's quite like what John said. Dale also described his love life. <laughs> <laughs> His, that insurance policy was his hand. But it is worth remembering as well, if, if Tua doesn't make it, and it's not just Tua, but these players who get injured in college, they'd never get make any money from well, it. This is the, the biggest issue with Tua is now, this is his third surgery in three years. Other quarterbacks who have had, who have had question marks over their, over their fitness, Sam Bradford, RG3, Mariota, Deshaun Watson, who has had significant time out. All these quarterbacks have had question marks over their fitness and that's going to be a big question mark for Tua now. Now we can go to the football. Yeah. So, uh, Ravens beat the Texans. Uh, no, they didn't just beat the Texans. They demolished the Texans 41-7. to Wasn't that Deshaun Watson's biggest ever loss? Yes. Possib- possibly, like, ever including high school and college as well. So, the first time he's ever been taken to zero at halftime. Yeah, so including I'd like college. To, I'd like to start the, the week's first wanky stat, if that's okay. Welcome so it. They lost by 34 points. They've never lost by more than eight in 31 starts for Watson. So, the Ravens didn't just demolish them. There's a, there's a stronger word than demolish. 
Eradicate? Yeah, I'll go with that, yeah. Annihilate? (laughs) Obliterate? Yeah, destroy. I mean, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we agree on that. Baltimore fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are you submitting this one for podcast of the year? (laughs) I am. Brilliant. (laughs) Awesome. I'll bleep. Hi, everyone. The Ravens' offense is good, but there's, there were question marks against um, about the defense coming into the season. So CJ Mosley left, Terrell Suggs left, Eric Weddle left. That's almost like the core of their team. But now they've brought in uh, Marcus Peters at cornerback. They potentially got probably the best backfield in the league with Marcus Peters, um, Humphreys, and what's his name, Jimmy Smith. Those are three starting cornerbacks in any other team. So they've really strengthened that part of their team. And, you know, holding Detroit Watson to 169 yards is pretty impressive this year. Not when he's the quarterback of your fantasy team. The problem Deshaun Watson had, though, is he got sacked six times and four of those were on him because he was trying to impersonate Lamar Jackson and just kept running around and running around. Was it the opening drive he got caught? We watched him run three times around the same defender before he, he got caught. Just get rid of the ball. Stop trying to be Lamar Jackson. You are not the same guy. You are almost as good. Well, I mean, the good thing about Lamar Jackson, he goes forward. Which like, does help. It does help. Like, Deshaun Watson was running around, like you say, running around in circles behind the line of scrimmage so he could still pass it. it you know, he's got that running ability. Run, take a couple of yards and slide. Yeah, I think you, you make a good point with the Ravens defense now. Though. Now they're up to speed, which for the first four weeks of the season they were not. This is now the best all-round team in all of the NFL including your Niners and my Patriots, this team is the best all-round team. Because Lamar is a ba- better quarterback than Jimmy G. Yeah. Well, and this, yeah. this defence is now as good as anything New England can put out there. I'd say you'd struggle to see many doing better than Jimmy G in the last few weeks. He's been we are impressive. going to get to that, because that is a lie. I, f- I feel Griff has a stat. Even though Jimmy, Several. Even though Jimmy G is the first 49 quarterback to throw 400 yards since Steve Young. But anyway... And four touchdowns. Um, I my my one concern about Lamar Jackson is that the defensive coordinators are going to find him out sooner or later because they always do. They, they, there's always a gimmick. There's always something which an NFL team throws up. We saw this a few years back when Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, RG Free, and Colin Kaepernick started running the Chargers in the playoffs last year. Yeah, uh, like. <laughs> Someone as good as Belichick or whoever, oh, Wade Phillips or whatever other defensive at the mouth guru, waiting, yeah. isn't he? One of, one of them will find him out, and as soon as one of them does, the rest of the, the rest of the league will copy. So, Lamar Jackson's passing has got better. There's no doubt about that. He's not he's hard, not, to, hard yeah, to get it, much worse than it was. He's not reenacting a running back passing passing the football anymore. But whether it's still good enough to stand stand in the pocket and pass it like a Tom Brady like a Jimmy Garoppolo, is another question. But we have to pay attention to Jackson's rushing. Right now, it is phenomenal. It's amazing, yeah. So he's on pace to break Michael Vick's record. So he's got 1,483 career rushing yards. He's been going for a season and a half. Well, he's really going over a season. Yeah, yeah, one season. So Peyton Manning had 667 rushing yards in 18 seasons. <laughs> I, know, I know they're different players. <laughs> I know they're different players. Well, Brady only... No, no, I've got a great stat on Brady. (laughs) And I've got continuity from last week. Okay. Christ. (laughs) Oh, no, I know what this means. (laughs) Brady has 1,005 career rushing yards and is averaging 2.4 inches per attempt. (laughs) That's less than a Pharaoh's worth. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. That is a flaccid Pharaoh. (laughs) 
<laughs> and also, you've got to think, 2.4 inches per attempt, how long is the ball? <laughs> Yours or the actual <laughs> the ball? The actual ball. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a football, yeah. isn't it? It's a football. Uh, right, okay. It's not getting 11 a football. football. <laughs> <laughs> that is an amazing stat. No one saw that coming. Brilliant. <laughs> Go on. Uh, is that it? So, yeah, the thing I'm saying is, in terms of what Lamar's doing, he, he's, he's due to be Michael Vick's record by 200 plus yards. Exactly. And which is phenomenal. For me, you know, all this chatter of who's going to be the MVP, it's just getting stronger every week, isn't it, with this guy currently? It's, it's, it's going to be him or Wilson. That's it now. As, especially as like MVP is voted for before the playoffs. Providing the Ravens carry on, get into the playoffs, and he carries on this form, no matter what happens after that, he's getting MVP. I completely agree. He's I mean, almost it, nailed on if he carries on. Like his it. division sucks a dick now as well. So <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Um, quick question then on the uh, DeAndre Hopkins pass interference. How is that not pass interference? Anyone? Just it's the definition. Were there of pass not interference. three players attempted to bring him down? I don't during the run. That no call is the single biggest reason why that whole rule about challenging pass interference calls is going to be thrown out next year. Because rightly they challenged that call because it was pass interference, and for the referee to go, nah, I, I don't think there was any interference there. It's absolute bullshit. I agree. It was an absolutely dreadful. Now, it wouldn't have changed the game very much, but it was a quite an early call in the game. Yeah, would have given the Texans... Effect, a, a, you know, yeah, right? exactly. Would have given them a score very early on. I think it would have been seven all. Yeah. So, it, I can't understand why they brought the rule in if the referees clearly don't want to use it. Did we mention that Justin Tucker's human? Because he missed a 43-yard field goal? Yeah. I got really worried about that because like, he's the one kicker you can pretty much rely on. And given that every other kicker in the league is pretty bad at the moment, more or less... For him to start missing, I just presumed every kicker in the league was going to start missing on Sunday. But yeah. actually, it wasn't too bad. I wanted him to miss because... Because you're playing against him in fantasy? I was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that, that aside, it can't... There's got to be something with the kicking. There's got to be something with the snapping. The whole, something's wrong with kicking this season. And it can't just be Baltimore have nailed it and 31 other teams haven't. Uh, I think there's just a plethora of poor kickers in the league. I will not have you come within inches of me. and Barrowsworth, yeah. And, yeah <laughs> a Tom Brady carry distance away from me. <laughs> and sully the good name of Sam Ficken. Okay? It, it wouldn't take much to sully that name. <laughs> should, we, uh, should we move on to the next one? Uh, the AFC chase for the number one seed. New England travelled to Philadelphia uh, and... In an offensive dud of a game, they just about did what was needed. Yeah, this was... Crawled over the line. Painful to watch. It was very, very difficult. And the grumpiest I have seen Brady since we lost the Super Bowl to the Eagles. He's not happy. Nothing's clicking on offense. We desperately need Isaiah Wynn to play next week because the line is just getting pummeled in front of him. Sanu isn't making any difference. I think he had two catches this week for about four yards. Two for and, four, yeah. And the best quarterback on display in the whole game was Julian Edelman. But that's not a surprise. He has a perfect career passer rating. And it was a beautiful throw for the touchdown. It's a pretty easy throw. Yeah, but you've still got to make it. Yeah, and, I mean... That's, and that's neither Wentz nor... or oh, sorry, neither Wentz nor Tom Brady actually Carson made... Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah, <laughs> Carson Wentz. Neither of them made any throws that looked as pretty as that. I, I believe... Uh, what we saw on display was Tom Brady's lack of arm strength in a windy stadium because he was off target with everything that travelled more than 15 yards in the air. And I know because I watched the whole game on highlight and it was bad. 
It was bad. 26 completions, 47 attempts. That's a lot of attempts for a 42 Because we've got no running back. game. Where's the running game gone, though? Because it was there yeah. last because year. Because we've got no offensive line. So Sonny Michel's getting just over a Farrowsworth uh, per rushing attempt. Mm, Rex yeah. Burkhead hasn't been fit all season. James White's only catching passes and not rushing. Uh, you know, and, and we lost our uh, fullback. And everything went through our fullback at the start of the season but when I we thought, were good. I thought you had that coach, you know, Supreme Leader Snoke, on the side. Uh, Dante Sinekian. Yeah. Yeah, he can only work with what you give him. And currently, it might as well be you, John, Jim, me, and Holly, who's sitting here next to us as well, uh, as the five offensive linemen, because they are a pretty poor bunch. And Brady will get crushed. He's 42. Yeah, I mean, he's never going to be running around like Deshaun Watson, for, for example. We well, never did. Um, but yeah, I mean, the completion rate's bad. The. Uh, Cool. Find something positive about this game, because I couldn't. I mean, a 95-yard drive from the Eagles. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't find anything positive about well, this I think, game. I mean, I think Philadelphia looked pretty bad as well. Zach Ertz, he kind of came back this 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 week. Nine, yeah. nine receptions to 94 yards. He's coming to life the second half of the season. But I, really, I worry about Philadelphia, because they've got no receiver, which takes the top off the defence now that Deshaun Jackson's out for the rest of the year. Uh, Nelson Aguilar had a great chance to tie the game and take it to Nelson overtime. Nelson Aguilar is going to drop as many catches as he catch, as many <laughs> passes as he catches. He can't be relied upon to catch anything. That ball hit him in both hands, though, in the end zone, and he juggled it and fell on the floor. Yeah, That's exactly. Such a Nelson Aguilar play. So you've got to look at the one thing that came out of this game was a confirmation of something. The Pats are going to finish above 500 for the 19th consecutive season. Yep. Look, saying all the yeah, the, the Pats' offense is probably the worst we, it's the worst we've seen it for quite some time they're still 9 and 1 yeah yeah and, and like you say the winning rec- the winning streak continues it's yeah. just at the moment we are regressing while the Ravens continue to get better and five weeks ago you'd have said Patriots would be favourites in an AFC Championship game and now you can't say that no. because we're, Brady can't put up any so, touchdowns yeah but you're forgetting something that you know oh We've been here before. You've all seen this. Cheaty yeah. Bill will find a way through. <laughs> the next three, the next three games for the Pats, though, versus Cowboys at Texans and versus Chiefs. Yeah, see, I think there's maybe one. You, win could, re- oh, you could realistically lose all three of those. You're going to be Belichick's got Belichick's got Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, his number. I, he, the Cowboys have to, like, the offense. Of the Cowboys got, is playing a lot better than it has been to start off the season. The Texans. Well, if Lamar Jackson can put that much. That many yards and that many points on uh, on, on the we'll, we'll beat the so Texans. It's in Texas, though. Yeah, but but Bill O'Brien not going to beat Bill Belichick. True, he'll probably just lie down. Cue the continuity for next week, yeah, or whichever week it is, where we come back and you go, remember this. And then it's at Kansas as well. And I think you know, any, basically any game where there's a potential for New England to be in a shootout is going to be different, difficult for them yeah. to win. Don't the forget moment. the Chiefs have lost more games at home than they've won this season. Yeah, they are one and problem. three at home this season. I mean, let's not forget, you're nine and one. Yeah, yeah. well, I know. What would you give for the Giants to be nine and one? When was the last time the Giants were nine and one? Like 1960s? Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably a good 20 years ago. Parcells was in charge, I'm imagining. Uh, never in Coughlin. Quickly to mention that uh, Gronk has not ruled out returning. Isn't, isn't he announcing something today? Uh, he is announcing today. Uh, earlier today, it just said Gronk fails to rule out return. It did not say, yes, I'm coming back, or no, I'm not. Uh, I think he wants to come back, but he knows he's just going to get injured again. He should be in the WWE. <laughs> Do you know, Tyson Fury got $15 million for about 20 minutes' work. 
That sounds good if you can get it. Just imagine what Gronk would earn. Yeah, it'd be a much bigger draw in the States. Yeah, of course he would. Um, <laughs> Jay Ajay, London-born Jay Ajay, re-signed with the Eagles after the, they lost Darren Sproles to injury last week. Didn't re-sign in time to play this past weekend, but sounds like we're going to see him again after spending all of the rest of the year out. Yeah, we're going to see so Darren Sproles again, do you think? No, I think Darren Sproles has done. Is that three years in a row he's ended on IR? Yeah. His social media seemed to indicate this was the last last time you'd see him. Which is a shame, because Darren Sproles has been a great player. I mean, on an NFL field, he's not going to (laughs) die. The the next injury for him, that could be terminal. (laughs) He does seem to pick up some... Wasn't it last year that he managed to break his arm and his leg on the same play? I think the year before... Or was it the year before? He had a really horrific... He got hoofed up in the air, came down, broke his arm, and then yeah. someone trod on him and broke his leg. That's, and you're that's, like... That's an impressive... I think the year before, be fair, he's the year before he broke both his arms as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's time to pack it in. Um, Just drink more milk, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know it's 38 games since the Eagles had a 100-yard rusher? Well, 38 games. Good thing they brought back that Super Bowl-winning rusher they had. Super Bowl-winning London-born J.J.? Peace be upon him. I, I think that will improve the team. I, I absolutely think he will be better than what they've had. Could mean, he were, surely. Well, no. That's the the running game really, like you say, it's never, even when they won the Super Bowl, we've got to take, great. They've got to take the pressure off Carson Wentz because he is clearly the, the feeling... The pressure will probably break his back. Well, yeah, he's clearly feeling the need to overperform to drag the team forward because he doesn't have a running game. And then he gets inaccurate. He is someone who needs to be relaxed in order to win games. And if they can get him to being like that again... He'll go back to being in the MVP race, but that's but, over for this but season. But they won the Super Bowl and they had a plan. You had LeGarrette Blunt as some hammer, and you had Ajayi to get the, the yards. What's their plan now? The plan now appears to be... Suck. Uh, yeah. Throw as much stuff onto the field as possible and hope some of it sticks. Jim summed it up perfectly when he opened this conversation with, since they lost to Sean Jackson, there isn't a plan B. Because the idea was, protect Wentz, keep him upright, and let him throw 50-yard dimes to Deshaun Jackson who would run past everyone and that lasted for a week and a half but what a week and a half it was <laughs> yeah I picked Deshaun Jackson off of uh, waivers fancy after that week and uh, hasn't done anything since I just say uh, the most picked up tight end in uh, fantasy this week Jacob Hollister Gronk yeah. oh really Ooh. yeah yeah he seems to be every so often he yeah he gets um any news that just thousands of people pick him up. So, yeah. I got, I got Calvin Johnson on the team last year. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Played for like two years before that. That's right. He retired two years before, yeah. Um, so we go to Mexico and the Kansas City Chiefs. I've got Dan Marino at quarterback. For next year. <laughs> <laughs> Your kickers. Morton um, Anderson. <laughs> Finkel. <laughs> But Finkel is I'm on. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the LA Chargers 24-17 with a late uh, interception on Monday Night Football. Uh, Rivers threw four interceptions in the game. Mahomes. Seven in two games. Seven in two games. Yeah. Uh, is it 14 on the year now? It's 15 yeah. touchdowns and 14, 14. picks. Yeah. He threw 12 picks all of last season. Yeah. If Gary was here, he would say, I told you it was shit. But Gary's not here, so, so I think he's had a great longevity <laughs> as a quarterback. <laughs> it's absolutely and the Chargers true. will miss him in terms of his leadership and just, they will you know, the spunk he brings around the place. <laughs> That's a lot of spunk. He's got 11 kids. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he's knackered. <laughs> More <laughs> interceptions than kids. Well, absolutely. Same he's got energy left. Christ Almighty! 
You'd think he'd just be numb from the waist down. <laughs> His poor wife. <laughs> I, I can't even yeah. touch that one with a barge bolt, and neither can he anymore. <laughs> so, Chargers, they're going to replace Rivers, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. We were talking about there being quite a lot of quarterbacks in the draft this year. It seems likely that the Chargers might be after one. They've got Terod on the bench. They have got Terod on the bench. Like I said, it seems likely that the Chargers will be after quarterback in the first round. Uh, I think right now, Tyrod might not be any worse. Uh, Rivers has reached Eli proportions of quarterback play. Absolutely fallen off the edge of a cliff. And and it's such a shame. He's been one of my favourite players, but it's all over. Eli was dreadful for a number of years. Yeah, yeah. So if <laughs> Eli had stopped year. after two years of being rubbish, that's what would be happening now with Rivers. He needs to recognise what happened to his uh, contemporary and and just say, okay, enough's enough. I'm never going to win a Super Bowl. I've made plenty of money and mosey off into the sunset because that's where his career is going to end. That's it. It's done. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's made, what, $300 million? And Dan Fouts got into the Hall of Fame, didn't he? He did, yeah. Never, uh, never winning the Super Bowl as a so, long-term so, so charge. Dan Marino. Do we think Philip Rivers is going in the Hall of Fame? No. I just like to say it because I know that wine. I can hear Duncan yeah. banging his head on his table right now. Frank Gore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put Dom Gore. Capers in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, Mahomes was not at his best. He he's got the job not done, been but at his best since he came back from injury. I don't know if he's come back too soon or I'm not. Or he's absolutely, he's got his back, but he's, he's got a bye week in a couple of weeks, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, this week. Be this week. Yeah, this is the last week with buys. Yeah, and LaShawn McCoy got uh, a little bit of work after being benched last week. He got more and, work than Damian Williams. And immediately fumbled <laughs> the ball again. <laughs> that, that's the key thing here. McCoy got benched for fumbling, came back, and immediately fumbled the ball. And he's another one whose career is rocketing towards a very quick end, I think. Because... He was it, brilliant when he, when he started the Chiefs. It looked yeah, like the McCoy of old. But, first four weeks, yeah. but he's run out of steam. And this is what happened last year and the year before. I mean, the issue is that the, the Chiefs haven't really got any other running backs. Their, their top rusher was Patrick Mahomes, 59 yards. Damian Williams had a good start to the year. And I thought, yeah, great. That's a great pickup in fantasy. And he's been terrible ever since. Like I said, LeSean McCoy had a good first four games, but now he's running out of steam. Daryl Williams is another, just another guy. Who are you taking out of uh, Gordon and Eckler? If you can only keep one running back, which one are you keeping? Eckler. I'd take Eckler. There seems to be less of an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if that's how you want to judge who you're keeping. I'd put up with Gordon's arsehole, but... Uh, <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Gordon is... He's a better running back. But he's running a better back, running back. Pure but, running back. But Eckler's they, a better receiver running for him, back. So. Yeah. I just think you need the flexibility that Eckler brings. Gordon is not the player he was two years ago. I think you definitely need the flexibility if your quarterback is Philip Rivers. Because <laughs> like, he should be looking for those checkdowns of the running back or the tight end. He shouldn't be trying to heave it up the field to Mike Williams or Keenan Allen. He, I don't All Rivers should be anyone. doing is turning around and giving some Gordon well, the ball yeah. I mean, that's what and hammering it through. Philip, Philip Rivers is very much like what John Elway was for Denver in the last few years. <laughs> Here you go, Terrell. Here you go, Terrell. Take this and run up the field for me because, you know... <laughs> Where's Shannon? There you go, Terrell. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like we said about Brady, he had so many passing attempts. Philip Rivers had 52 passing attempts. Come on. That's ridiculous. That's two games worth for a lot of the quarterbacks. Yeah, you need to limit him to 20 to 25 pass attempts a game. He's an yeah. old man. He can't walk. <laughs> like we said yeah. um, and finally on on this game there, there's my phone that comes on loud every week for god's sake <laughs> told you to tell you I was trying to I was trying to find a fact I wanted on, on Travis Kelsey uh, 
he's he's now undisputed leader in yards and touchdowns at the tight end position since Gronk retired. It, how much longer has he got left? Because tight ends notoriously get injured, banged up, and then drop off a cliff. I don't know. Sean Sharp was playing when he was old as hell. Yeah, Antonio, and so, Antonio, so was Antonio. Yeah, Antonio Gates. And that's it. Tony Gonzalez came to a very quick end, though. Yeah, but he was still going for a long but time. Antonio Gates would have played this year. It's just they cleared out his locker. Uh, yes, they did. They got rid of him. <laughs> I mean, he's only 30. He's probably got another two years in him. And, but uh, undisputably, the, the best tight end in the league? No. No. And who do we think is? Kittle. See, I don't, I don't think Kittle's earned that yet. He's I not think last year he did. I think he definitely did last year, and he's been just as good this year. Like, I mean, the, the 49ers passing attack has suffered this year. When he's not there. When he's not there. Like, they've got by, but I think they would have been a whole lot better, especially on third down with, with Kittle and the team. So you, you would be happy to pass the torch to Kittle already? Yeah, I would do. I mean, it's Kittle and maybe Ertz a distant second. Yeah, not yeah. Kelsey. No, Kelsey's, think, Kelsey's still number one for me I, I would not pick another tight end over him he, he blocks so well if they had a yeah. decent running back this team would be explosive because of his blocking as just well just imagine what they'd like what they'd be like if they had someone like Kareem Hunt <laughs> if only they'd have kept him if only they would have kept him if only he wouldn't have beaten up his girlfriend in the hotel oh, didn't someone get cut today for that Mark yes, Walton Mark, Mark Walton at the Dolphins punched a pregnant girl in the face what is it with these Go football, football players? What is it with these football players who can't just not be assholes? That re- it winds me up because it's it's well, just bad. We, we spent a lot of time last league. season talking about that, and you know, I'm glad they cut him. I wish the NFL would cut him and never let him play. Well, that's again. it. He should just be banned now. If this is yeah. proven, that's it. Banned. Done. The Ray Rice. Yeah. Okay, so uh, a quick five round of a uh, handful of games here, uh, starting with the Browns beating the Steelers twenty-one-seven. Literally. And uh, then watching one of their staff players with some helmet abuse. Um, and he's suspended for the foreseeable future. Indefinitely. Indefinitely, pending appeal. Which is today. Uh, and quite rightly so. Uh, there won't be anybody left who hasn't seen this if you're a fan, but the, the premise being that Miles Garrett leapt on Mason Rudolph and then proceeded to remove his helmet <laughs> and beat him around the head with it. <laughs> um, remove is probably one of the most restrained adjectives I've I, heard for this. Uh, I was trying to keep it as clean yeah. as possible. I didn't want to say jerked off his helmet and then beat him with it. Pulled off his helmet? Yeah, exactly. See, this is why I said... <laughs> Ripped off his helmet? Yeah, exactly. So you see where I was... I was trying to avoid all these things. He, he did caress the helmet for a bit <laughs> time before he got... Before so he got a full handful of the helmet. Because Rudolph as well was going for... Rudolph went for Garrett's helmet and he just scratched and caressed it as well. I mean, so, Garrett's a stronger guy. Yeah, exactly. He's got a better grip. Yeah. You know, um, so... And then, of course, we had Pouncey coming in and kicking Garrett's helmet. Yep. For Which is just not sensible. No. <laughs> I don't think you should ever have your helmet kicked. I don't know. Some people pay good money for it. Well, I mean, each to their own. I mean... I was going to say Garrett's not going to have any money because he's been he's been uh, suspended without pay as well. So John and I were saying though the alternative view to this is if if you're playing this game of football and someone jumps on you and manages to remove your helmet in whichever fashion they choose and beats you with it, you've got that coming because you weren't man enough to keep hold of your own helmet. Just I don't know. Saying. I'm pretty sure if Miles Garrett the 
shape of the bloke, the size of the bloke. If he wanted to hit me in the head with my own helmet, I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm gonna, he's, he's going to do that. You and I, I may much. Mason be. Rudolph is a trained athlete. I, yeah, but no. You can't compare a quarterback to the defensive end. Mason Rudolph's massive. A massive bell end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, equally, the only thing that we're not talking about from this game is how bad Mason Rudolph was. So one touchdown, four picks, uh, five yards of an attempt. It wasn't good. They should be replacing him with Colin Kaepernick, but they're not. Uh, Even Devlin Hodges would be better than that, I think. And do you know what the key thing to remember after this game is? The Browns are still behind the Steelers in this division. Yes. That's how bad the Browns have been. I, li- I like the note up here saying, uh, what should the punishment be? Can Browns be good without him? Browns haven't been good with him. Like they, They've not been good this but, year. They've but their fan base is c- crying out for the fact that without him, they've got no hope of the playoffs. And you think, well, they you weren't going there anyway. They weren't going there anyway. The issue's not... Miles Garrett, the defence. The issue is Baker Mayfield and it's Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens and the lack of coordination or any sort of flair that they've got with this unbelievable roster of talent. Like it's shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that sums up nicely. Uh, like uh, seriously, they've got two of the best wide receivers in the league. They've now got Kareem Hunt playing yeah, again. Two of the best running backs. So they've got two of the best running backs in the league. Okay, the, the offensive line's terrible, but you know. Baker Mayfield can move and you know should be able to get the ball quickly to Beckham and let him do the rest. Anyway. The uh, the Jets travel to the nation's capital. I just Gage mentioned as well, uh, for the Steelers, they lost Juju and Connor very early. And Deontay Johnson. Yeah. And Deontay Johnson to a, a helmet-to-helmet hit. <laughs> Another <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> there was lots of helmet work and they lost their Johnson. Yeah. Right. No worries. So the Jets beat the Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> Jets beat the Redskins there, 34-17. It was never this close. It was 34-3, I think, before the Redskins scored a couple. Late. Wasn't this the, the first quarterback the Redskins have scored in, what, 16 quarters? It was quarters? the first touchdown. Sorry, the, sorry yeah, the quarters. first touchdown in 16 quarters of, of play, which is yep. ridiculous. Last bad. team to go that far? Ravens. 2,000 Ravens. Trent Dilfer failed to score a touchdown for 20 quarters. They did win the Super Bowl that year. they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Redskins aren't winning the Super Bowl. No. No. The Redskins couldn't currently win a toilet bowl. It is pretty poor. Uh, Sam Darnold recovery in this game. Four touchdowns. Not really under any pressure from the Redskins, are you? Yeah, but getting four touchdowns against the Redskins is being the tallest dwarf, you know? (laughs) Best looking person on the Burns unit. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) It's well done. You've done very well against a ridiculously disappointing defense. I was disappointed to see Le'Veon Bell still hasn't racked up 100 yards in any game yet as well because yeah. I, I really needed more out of him. Both, both these teams are bad. Like they they both want the, the season to end as quickly as possible. So the Redskins can hire a new coach, figure out what they're doing. Although you know, realistically, they need a new GM and they need new ownership. Um, and the Jets. Likewise, probably, well, I'd be getting rid of Adam Gase, but the Woody Johnson's come out and said they're not getting rid of Adam Gase. It, do you see Le'Veon Bell being there next season? Is this the bell end? Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely do think that is the case. Okay, I think they'll, they'll either trade him or cut him because... You, you don't want to mention the word cut and bell end in the same sentence, dear. Well, I didn't say bell end. Christ almighty. Did you sure this uh, is the one you want to submit to the uh, yeah, podcast of the year award? Um, did you see good. Haskins shouting at his O-line? What yes, apparently he wasn't criticising them. But he was. He looked like he was criticising them, and rightly so, because they were bad. Uh, I, love the, I love the fact that they didn't seem like they could give a shit. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> the point, isn't it? Yeah. Whether the, there's any team morale there, because normally the quarterback goes out of their way to keep their offensive linemen happy, you know, taking them out for dinner, buying them nice presents... Maybe he's not done that and they're, they're getting a bit upset with him. 
My favourite thing I heard about this game was that the crowd started a chant of sell the team, sell the team. That's what I mean. And then the chant died out because there weren't enough fans there to keep it going. It was empty (laughs) and apparently there were were tickets going for the lower bowl for $10 on the day. Like you think how much it costs to go to an NFL game here, 60 quid, 40 to 60 quid, $10 to go and see an NFL game. I know it's a terrible one, but still, that's, that's shit. Quite rightly, they should sell the team. Should we go on to the Bears and the Rams? Ugh. Both teams suck. Uh, I mean, what what a difference a year makes. This time last year, both were top of their respective divisions going into the the playoffs. The Bears were, you know, a double doink away from... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The Bears were a kick away from uh, from going on to play the Rams in in the playoffs. That's not a penis term as well. (laughs) It sounds like I'd give anything for a double doink. Right. Uh, there's a couple of things from this game. The key one being Mitch Trubisky got benched. They're claiming he's injured, but he got benched. That's a bullshit. He's not injured. He's terrible. (laughs) You you actually have to sit and watch the coach sidle up next to him on the bench and basically say, sorry, mate, you're awful, and throw Chase Daniel back in, which they should have done weeks ago. Just say, hey, Mitch, uh, you're injured. Yeah. yeah, Bye-bye. Yes. Yeah, you've got a talent injury. (laughs) (laughs) Complete lack of. We're not mentioning the fact that Chase Daniel came in, went one for four and averaged 2.3 yards per pass and was equally as bad. But Uh, the Rams were interesting in this one because we saw a very slight re-emergence of Gurley. Oh, he was the only player they had. Yeah, 97 yards. So close to 100 yards. Uh, The problem is, he on his own is not going to be enough to carry a team that needs Jared Goff to get back to some sort of form. 11 of 18, 173 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. There's no shame in not being great against the Bears' defence, but he is getting worse every week. Do you know, I was saying to Michael at uh, the weekend, do you know how much Goff's dead cap space is next year? £51 million. He's Ouch. rubbish. He's, £51 he's million. Bad. When you include Cooks, takes it over $70 million. Yeah. I mean, the strength of this team... One guy can't play, one guy can't get on the field because his head hurts. Yeah, I mean, Cooks, I think I think we'll see Cooks somewhere else next year. Definitely not the Rams. But the strength of this this uh, team is definitely defence. Like You look at the, the points they've conceded. Even in a loss, the Steelers only conceded 17 points. Seven against the Bears, 10 against the Bengals, 10 against the Falcons. They lost to the, the 49ers, but still only 20 points conceded. You know, the offense is where the problem is. Like it's the personnel haven't changed. No, it's almost exactly the same changed. as last year. Yeah, it's, so, uh, it's well, really good they've got this offensive genius. Yeah, what happened to that? The offensive lines. The, yeah, they the started. They, they gave two guys their debut in the season on the O line. I think the the right hand side of the line was completely new, and it yeah. it didn't make enough of a difference. To be fair, uh, with regards to the Bears. Tariq Cohen is yet to pass 50 yards this season as a running back. Come he, had, short. he had 10 games last year where he passed 50 yards. They need him because they are a gadget team. But and they're, they're not, not using him. him. No, this is what we said. Nine about, carries. Yeah, had. we said about Rivers having to use a check down because you know he can't throw it that far because he's old. Mitch Trubisky can't throw it that far because he's not very good. So give him more check downs. They're not even using the tight end like Trey Burton. Uh, Trey Burton is, is now out for the year. Yeah. He's gone on to IR. He might as well have been on IO for the whole year because yeah, he's, he's not done anything. Underused, absolutely. So, uh, should we move on to the Cardinals? 26, 49ers, 36. And, uh, yeah, good game to watch if you aren't a fan not, of one of those teams. Not if you're a 49ers fan, it wasn't. This was one of the closest and best games of the weekend. Oh, it was, a great, it was a great game for the neutral. It wasn't a great game for the 49ers fans because that was... 
I, I got that in from you. Yeah, oh, really really happy. Happy. Where are you for the season now? Yeah. Still top. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Nine and one? We're still nine and one. Nine, nine, nine and one, you say, yeah. 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 yeah we're still the best but team in the NFC. The Cardinals, yeah. though. This week, then. Cardinals, though, really showing some, some real grit in this game to stay in a game where your defence swarms all over everybody and they don't have a lot of elite players. They've got some stars, but they're not ready to be elite. So Kyler Murray is a star, but he's not an elite player yet. No, you can see them. Um, I really like where the Cardinals are going. I, I mean, I probably underestimated Kyler Murray a little bit because he's very small, um, but he's also very accurate. He's very mobile in the pocket. Um you get some decent receivers and a decent offensive line and a, and a better running game. I think you know David Johnson is done in, in Arizona now. I don't think he's yeah, coming he's, back. Yeah, he's, he's done. It's all over. Um, tell me again how good Jimmy G is this season. Well, you know, he's done all right. Tee it up for me. How good is Jimmy G this season? Better than Beat Hard. <laughs> yes, okay, he's better than Be- Beat Hard. Better than Philip Rivers. And better, better, than, than, better than Nick Mullins and Mitch Trubisky. A couple of things to point Jared out. Goff. He is throwing some stupid interceptions. Daniel Jones. Let's, let's put that to one side for a minute. Uh, let's suggest that Jimmy G is averaging nine yards per attempt against the Cardinals and just shy of seven yards per attempt against everyone else. Bear in mind you played the Cardinals twice in three yeah. weeks. Uh, he's also thrown 18 touchdowns this season, but eight of them have come in the two games against the Cardinals. And he's had 10 picks this season. I've just said how good the Cardinals picks this are season against only two of those against the Cardinals, which means against everyone else, he's 10 touchdowns to eight interceptions against everyone else that you've played. Uh, and his completion percentage has only been over 70% against the Cardinals twice and the Bengals. I think you're really shitting on the Cardinals, mate. Yes, I am. Beamer's done. I'm sorry, I'm just still not sold on Jimmy G. I I'm, don't, not, I'm not sold. He's nowhere near as good as the numbers suggest. No, I'm not sold on, on him as a, an elite quarterback. I definitely don't think he's you know, top five quarterback where he's not one of these quarterbacks where the team are relying on him to win the game. That's not where the strength of the 49ers team is at the moment. I will say he's coming back from a very serious injury. He didn't start off the season well. He has got better as the season's gone on. You can only play what's in front of you. And if that's the Cardinals twice, that's the Cardinals twice. He had, a, he had all right game against the Seahawks. wasn't anything special. The strength of the 49ers is in that defense. It's amazing still. There's some dubious pass interference call, calls against them. Yeah, there were Sherman, two. Were, uh, one against Richard Sherman, which was obvious pass interference. I'm not going to deny that. But there's another one which was a bit meh. What but about the... Uh, that front four, or front six or seven, because they've got so many good pass rushes at the moment, is absolutely obliterating players. And the running game is where your strength's at. Yeah, only your running game hasn't been turning up that much, is it? Because Braid has been injured. And, you know, in those times where the running well, game hasn't turned up, you know, Gropolo's thrown for three, 400 yards and four touchdowns. Three or 400 yards. He's thrown 400 yards once in his career. First time since you said, since Steve Young. And he did it against the Cardinals, and that's it. And his only yeah. other game over 300 yards was also against the Cardinals. This is all my point. He's only good, really, against the Cardinals. So and that's the, it. You're in, done playing. So in the, the last three games, he's had a 300-yard game and a 400-yard game. Yes, he has. It's not bad, is and, it? And the rest of the season, he's averaging 240 yards a game. It's not just about one player, though, isn't it? It's about the team. Yeah. It's the whole thing about I'm it. just saying, he, br- he brings confidence to that team. Yeah. He does. You look at that team with him and without him. They're one of the few teams that they're balanced, aren't they? They can run it. They can. 
I'm, I'm chuck not, it over you. Uh, I'm <laughs> just saying, for the sake of being critical of a nine and one team, I've I've criticised the fact that the offensive line and an old man are going to struggle to keep New England in the hunt, and Jimmy G is going to struggle to win the Super Bowl for the 49ers if it comes down to being on his shoulders. He isn't as good as the team is couldn't, showing. I couldn't agree more. If it comes down to him, I'm not that confident. Obviously, if he beats the Patriots, I'll be saying, what a disaster that we let him go. He's an amazing quarterback. <laughs> but there's other, other players wrapping their game around him, like Carl Juszczyk at, at the weekend had seven receptions for 63 yards. Every time he got the ball, he was making yards after the catch. That's the weapon, right? Yeah. Did he get done for a pass interference call where he blatantly got tackled to the floor by yes, the other guy? that's what I mean. I couldn't some understand thoughts. that at all. You, you think about it. You mentioned the, the 2000 Ravens earlier. Trent Dilfer. Trent yeah. Dilfer was shite. Worst quarterback ever to win the Super Bowl. Got released after winning the Super Bowl. The only one to be released after winning the Super Bowl. Yep. So, this defense is that good. You could have this bottle of Pepsi Max at quarterback. <laughs> People can't see us. You know that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> there is a bottle of Pepsi of, Max. Of, of a are are Pepsi Max? Other colas are available. No, we're not. But genuinely, you know, he's, a very, he's more than serviceable as a quarterback. He's definitely, yes. I mean... He's middle of the pack, definitely. Probably slightly above the middle. He's, Some, he's somewhere near mid. Kirk Cousins. Cousins is actually having a really good season stat-wise. <laughs> We've got to get to that, I it's know. Like 23 should we mention? Uh, should we mention Debo Samuel? Uh, should, do, you to, yeah. do you want to read it properly off of the script? Hands up if you had Debo Samuel in your uh, fantasy team and uh, beat someone else around this table. Uh, no one can see John put his hand up because he's like put short my hands arms. Up. I put my hand up because uh, I am... A T-Rex. Quite <laughs> casually running away with, with our uh, regular season. And part of Debo Samuel's been a big part of that this week. Um, Most rookie receiving yards for a niner since Jerry Rice. Ugh. 134 yards. It just pissed, Eight receptions. pissed all over my fantasy team this weekend, that did. Every time I looked up, he was catching the ball for another 10 yards. I couldn't believe it. Throw to someone else. Every time I woke up, there were slurs in my <laughs> inbox from Michael about Debo Samuel. It seems uh, fair. What I do like about the 49ers is that, you know, Shanahan, it doesn't seem to matter who is playing at the moment. Shanahan seems to be able to scheme wide receivers open. Like, Ross Dwelly has come in. I never heard of Ross Dwelly. Have you heard of Ross Dwelly? I have now. That sounds like a reason I can't go to work on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he came in at tight end because, you know, George Kittle's injured. Four receptions, 14 yards, two touchdowns. Never heard of Ross Dwelly. It's like I'd never heard of Jeff Wilson before this season started. Exactly. Richie James, who hasn't done much, had a really good uh, really good play. He had one catch for 57 yards. The amount of people who are making plays on this team is just ridiculous. People who we've never really heard of. Jeff Wilson is a running back, but you know he scored the winning touchdown. And oh no, he, he did score the winner, but he didn't score the final touchdown because that was an absolute brilliant play. I went to bed after Jeff Wilson scored his touchdown, thinking, "Ah, oh, done there." And I woke up trying to figure out how we got an extra six points <laughs> because the the Cardinals tried to advance the ball up the field, fumbled it away, and then watched your defense kick it the full length of the field and then fall on it in the end zone. It was amazing, perfectly legal, absolutely. It was just it looked like something out of a, a weekend rugby game you'd see at your, yeah, the, the school field as you pass by it was it was pretty tragic for a game that had been so good this was an awful way to finish it but yeah I mean to your point John the, the, the 49ers next couple of games are pretty hard yeah. they got that versus the Packers uh, at the Ravens at the Saints yeah so that I mean that's the reason why it's really important to win that game because realistically if we get one win out of those three it's like the Patriots both yeah. teams are going to regress a little bit towards yeah, the mean I think exactly. over the next three weeks yeah what about David Johnson 
he's he, regressed to being awful. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's he's done. He's done. I think he might be done as a player. Possibly. Not, yeah. not, not just on the Cardinals, but done, full stop. He's oh, never recovered from being injured. He's going to have a great time in, in Washington next year. <laughs> no one's having a great the time. Running backs go to die. Just picked up guys. So the Vikings uh, had a bit of a rough start and then. Uh, a bit of a rough start. But then. Uh, remember, they were playing the Broncos and uh, came back to win. First time they've. Come from twenty points down. It's the first time in. anyone has come from twenty points down at half time since two thousand and four. Do you know what the stats stat is? The last hundred teams. Yeah, everyone team was over ninety nine. Yeah, over ninety nine. Yep. It's that is pretty impressive, right? I mean, Kirk Cousins gets credit where it's due uh, because this is exactly the sort of game I would expect him to lose, and he didn't. So, and it was on him as well. Like Dalvin yeah. Cook's numbers were very, very. Actually, I was going to say pedestrian, but they were. Bad. 11 carries, 26 yards. Yeah, because the Broncos' defense is actually really good, and we do forget that. They are playing really well. Kirk Cousins did a great job. I will concede he's now in the top 10 of quarterbacks for the season. Let's see what he does in the playoffs. When he, there's a lot of injured quarterbacks. Yeah, though. when he Cousins is it up in the playoffs. 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah. I think he's had great stats. Was it one interceptions, interception since week two? Or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Started off the season not great, and then has just progressed brilliantly. Since, since we spent like a good ten minutes slating him, you think he listened? He's, he's suddenly come good. Yeah, I mean, you can't fail to be impressed. Just, you know, it's going to be a bit like when you used to wait for Peyton Manning to get to the playoffs, and then you just knew he was going to throw it away. Uh, it, that's what it feels like. That double Super Bowl winner. Yeah, double well, Super Bowl winner, yeah. Peyton Manning. In, Let's not forget in both, both Hall of Famer. Yeah. Both those uh, Super Bowl wins. He was possibly the worst player on the field. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's there. Matter. Isn't he? Agreed. Agreed. And if like, Kirk Cousins, like, like wins, if Kirk yeah. Cousins win the Super Bowl, then I'll I'll admit oh, that he's number nine in the top ten of quarterbacks this season. But I can't see it happening. And it will at some point be on him again in the playoffs. And like Jimmy G, I don't think he's I don't think he's as good as the numbers show. Cortland Sutton was your best quarterback amazing. in uh, fantasy this week. Cortland Sutton was amazing. Yeah, that was disappointing. Was he, was he on your bench? <laughs> he was your best quarterback. Yes. Cortland Sutton, five receptions, 113 yards. So th- Two rushing attempts, 10 yards. One passing attempt, one completion, 38 yards. The problem is that... He can I, do everything. I turned on Reds and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's a great... F-. He's on my bench, isn't he? That's the you worst just, feeling, isn't you it? You just <laughs> run that gamut of emotion, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> Um, but he is looking like a stud wide receiver. Yes. Yeah, the transition from Saunders to him is seamless. He is a proper wide receiver one. Uh, you're not missing Emmanuel Saunders. You're not missing Thomas, who you had previously, no. because Cortland Sutton is doing everybody's job for them. So I think Fangio is going to avoid being one and done as a coach because the team is showing a lot of promise. They've lost every game by one score. They're the 49ers last year. They're the 49ers and the Chiefs. They're, they're, they're doing the same thing. The Chief, sorry, not the Chiefs, the Chargers. They're doing the same thing, losing every game by a score. It's, it's, but, you know, at least they're competitive every week. Yeah, and I think that's... With a quarterback, oh, they'd be good. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. If they had an organisation that could draft a good quarterback, then, you know... Well, they've, got a, they've got a lock at quarterback next year, haven't they? They have, yeah. I expect they'll give him the year and we'll see what happens. So quickly firing through more results. The Raiders keep the pressure on in the AFC West by squeaking past the Bungles, 17-10. wasn't really as close as that, though, was it? Well, it, sadly it was because 
the Raiders stalled out in the in the final quarter and couldn't really get anything done in the red zone, but it shouldn't have been this close. And you got the feeling if they really needed to, they, they could have gone for a few more scores. Uh, the only plus point for the Bengals is Joe Mixon has now had 200 yards over the last two weeks, which is the first time he's put stats like that back-to-back since last year. So He's basically the only player they've got, though, so... Yeah, Ryan Finley clearly isn't the answer. Uh, he just looks in <laughs> 13 distress. 13 for 31. Yeah, he just looks in distress. This is a game the Bengals would have won if they were playing Andy Dalton. I absolutely believe that. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. Mixon is their first rushing touchdown this season yep. by anyone other than yep. Andy Dalton. Yep. And, th- and that tells you everything you need to know about the Bengals. They are a horrendous team. They have a real shot at going 16, uh, 0-16. I mean, like, they are. We haven't seen this bad for a long time. And we saw the Browns. These, I think they're actually worse than the Browns. Because at least the Browns in that season were they were competitive in a, in a few games. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of understood why they sucked. The Kaiser, Kaiser yeah, sucked. Yeah, yeah. Kyle sucked. The Owens sucked. Jackson was a terrible coach. But literally every part of you. Like, you know, every I, part, yeah. I get why they're terrible. This, this Bengals team is just kind of. They just, they just stink. When we, when we sat, we didn't sat here, but when we were, we were sat going through all the divisions at the beginning of the season, we looked at the Bengals roster and it was like, that's a pile of turd. And it's a new head coach, a very untested head coach. He's one of the head coaches who had tea with Sean Wee once, so naturally yep, he's yep, a head coach. Absolutely. I think it's the, and like, this is an organisation that has the lowest number of scouts and they don't really have a proper scouting department like the rest of the rest of the league do they need a whole revamp the whole organization just needs to go right we're about 10 years behind every single other franchise in the league and now it's starting to show but this is a team that seems nostalgic to hey look how good we were in the 80s where you were nothing yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) uh the bengals of course the first team mathematically eliminated from the playoff in their franchise history they've gone 0 and 10 yep that's embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the flip is. side Derek they have Carr's looking uniforms. really good 25 uh, completions of 29 attempts Griff you mentioned it last week that what, the Raiders are looking sneakily good for the playoff position yeah they are uh, number 7 so 6 teams from each conference going into the playoffs currently in the AFC they are the 7th team so it's just they're basically waiting to see if someone slips up and, yeah. and that there are a number of teams compete, competing who will feel that they feel aggrieved if they don't get the 6th slot and yeah. I think the Raiders will be one of them I think, remember, I mean, overall, they're looking like a complete team now. They've got Josh Get Jacobs, who's going to be offensive rookie of the year. Um, they're missing. They're still missing a pass rush, and they're probably missing a legitimate number one receiver. But, hey, they've got two first-round picks you next say year. say they're missing a pass rush. Max Crosby, four sacks in this game, most by Raider since Khalil Mack in against the Bengals. Agreed, but at least he's putting up some numbers. Yeah, I mean, that's good. But, I mean, you know, two picks in the first round next year. One of them is the Bears, which is going to be a pretty decent pick. Yeah, but you you can't have you can't have that. You can't you can't put something together saying how Garoppolo is only good against the Cardinals and go yeah, but it's good he's got the numbers against the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. the (laughs) ten Bengals. The Owen ten Bengals. Absolutely. I'm sorry for carrying you here. (laughs) No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to carry me up. Do you know what he does for me after the show? I'm uh. ready and lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Saints recovered from last week's surprise loss by dunking all over the Bucks, 34-17. And Jameis continued to mess the bed with four more interceptions. That's his second four or more interceptions in a single game this season. He has more interceptions than Philip Rivers has touchdowns. Thank you for that. 
They both suck. They, yeah. <laughs> both really, I mean, they're both bad. <sighs> this this was a, a fairly poor James performance. And and yet... <laughs> he's been a good James performance. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's all of them, this is this is the uh, second worst performance of the year. There's probably been some where he's been average. But, you know, the thing is, he's still they lost passed... They Giants. He's still passed 300 yards as well. Like, yeah. he puts up big yards because of the wide receivers he's got. But James himself is just an abortion he's of a still quarterback. Still at least six yards per attempt. I mean, that's worse than Gropperlo. <laughs> shit. He is pretty terrible. Uh, good recovery for the Saints, though. Yeah, they they needed to right the ship after just a blip, basically. It's a, it's a nice, comfortable game to a go and play, t- isn't it? A good it? team to play yeah. if you had a blip. If you're the Saints, are you concerned that Alvin Kamara has gone five weeks without a score for if the first you time in his career? If you have him in your fantasy league, you're incredibly concerned about Alvin Kamara. <laughs> so why is he struggling? I don't, I don't think he's fit. He, he had time off for an injury. I just don't think he's come back 100%. I also don't think he's, they're utilising him enough in the passing game. I mean, they're, they're going to Thomas a lot, rightly so, because he's brilliant. He had 10 receptions this this week, and it's the first time they've actually got him involved in the passing game. But he's only had 47 yards. So there's something not, there is something not right there. So that would be a concern. And Michael Thomas, 90 or more receptions in the first 10 games of the season for the first time by any receiver. Not 990 receptions. I was going to say. Here, but 90. <laughs> uh, and my fat thumbs strike again. He's on course to have 150 in a single season. And what's the current record? Less than 150. Brilliant. Thank you for that in-depth analysis. Uh, Bill stayed firmly in the playoff hunt, overcoming the Finns 37-20, to 20, despite Fitzmagic turning up and putting in his best effort again. Uh, the Bills, again, another team like the Saints, needed a win this week just to, to right the ship a little bit. I always feel with Fitzpatrick, it's a bit like... He's at the start of the race, he's in the blocks, and you shoot him in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> or he shoots himself in the foot. <laughs> Why are you winning? <laughs> Stop it, we're trying to get a high pick. <laughs> like he, just, he just starts, he's doing really well, he pulls his hamstring. Just He tries so hard. But, just <laughs> but, but making the, the point that under Fitzmagic, the Finns have not been a terrible team. They're the only team that have put 250 or more passing yards on the Bills this season, and they've done that in both games against them where he's played. And Devontae Parker is the first 100-yard receiver against the Bills this season as well. Which, considering we're at week 11, is pretty impressive. Uh, Can I ask a question about the Bills? Go on. I think now's the right time. (laughs) Are they a legitimate team? I know, I know they are literally they're licensed to play yeah, in the they're game, a I mean, yeah, they, they I, are. I think they are them up. John, yeah. John's <laughs> been very down on the Bills I think they are a legitimate team yes. I really like the Bills at the moment I think their defence is decent the one biggest concern remains Josh Allen like he he can either be really good or he can be really bad there's, there's literally most no touchdowns across six games since Jim Kelly in 1991 though yeah like I say he can be really good or he can be really bad like he's not thrown an interception for a while now but when Four he games, does yeah. He's likely to throw four interceptions. Yes. It's, it's the defence as well. They have the longest streak of not allowing 400 yards. Yeah. The last 22 games, it's the longest streak in the league. And incidentally, the Miami Dolphins are the longest streak of piss in the league. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Uh, career game for John Brown, 130-odd yards and two touchdowns. It's his first two-touchdown game. Yeah. Uh, he has been a revelation for the Bills this season because he is the only person on the team fast enough to catch the. Uh, I was going to say he's exactly the, the Josh type, Allen. He's a, exactly the type of receiver that Josh Allen needs. And and going back to earlier, he is what the Eagles are missing. Yes, because Wentz can do the same thing, but there's no one there to catch the ball. Yeah, and uh, the Jakeem Grant uh, touchdown return, 138 yard was it touchdown return? Because he ran 
sideways as well as straight up the field. So it was the longest actual return of the season. Yeah, and he's brilliant in the rest of the game with uh, one carry for seven yards. Brilliant, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Caelan Bellage had nine carries for nine yards, so yeah, let's not get too downbeat yeah. on uh, Jakeem Grant. It's more than a Farrow's worth, though, isn't it? Just about. The uh, Forest Index, if anyone follows, is like... Um, it's like uh, XG in soccer. And... It whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, there's Sorry. a lot of confused faces yeah. at the table. Right, I don't know what the forest index is. I, I mean, assume that's to do with who's planting what. I'm going to be really polite here. What the fuck are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. It estimates wins. So basically, uh, you, you, if you can tell if a team's doing well, because uh, they should be around where their forest index comes out as. And according to this, Miami are the worst team in the league because... Uh, they shouldn't have won any games. So they're overperforming. They are overperforming. The uh, uh, the Washington Redskins should have at least won one game, according to this. Well, they have. Uh, we said all along, if it's Magic's playing, you got a chance of winning by accident because he will just do that. <laughs> but, it, but it's true. But both of them are below the Bengals, uh, who should have won games apparently, according to this index. So, stat, I'm just trying to say stats mean nothing. But yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. Philip Rivers is still bad. I mean, oh yeah. So the Cowboys, they took control of the NFC East and... Uh, that, that's not hard though, is well, it? But in the wake, it, it, it's important in the context that yeah. the Eagles lost and the Cowboys won at the yeah. same time. Now, the Cowboys laboured labored to this win because Matt Stafford is out possibly for the season now. They're saying six weeks. Well, that's, yeah. that's more or less the season. They're not going to bring him back for one game if they're out of the contention, which they will be. So this was the Jeff Driscoll-led Lions, which is like calling it the John Farrow-led Lions. Uh, I think that's a bit harsh. That's I, think, harsh. I think he's played pretty well. He, he plays quarterback like talent, John, but he, he runs around like a running back, yeah. and he should do that more. What do you have, 51, 51 yards, yards yeah. rushing? In the last two seasons, he scored more rushing touchdowns than future Hall of Famer Frank Gore and Le'Veon Bell and, and Patrick Mahomes. So that is very How true. many rushing touchdowns has he scored this season? Uh, one. one. How many rushing touchdowns have the Jacksonville Jaguars scored this season? One. One? Yes. Yeah. So he's good as the entire Jacksonville rushing game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so maybe what we're saying is Jeff Driscoll should be a running back because he shouldn't be a quarterback. It wasn't that bad. He's not that bad. I'm saying... Over 50 completion rate. trade four net for Driscoll and see what happens. <laughs> Interesting I don't concepts. know where to go with that. I think... Uh, I believe two years ago when uh, Dalton got injured on the Bengals Jeff Driscoll came in and had four game stretch where he actually played really well they went two and two and and he's not an incompetent player but he shouldn't be putting up 27 points against a team that considers itself a strong championship game contender this is mostly on the Cowboys defense which just wasn't good enough on the day no the Cowboys defense has been pretty rotten most of the, most they're of the, the year they're the number seven overall defense really they're the number seven overall defense how well they play the Redskins twice. St- Situation-wise, the they don't give up a lot of third downs. But when they come up against a player who isn't just standing in the pocket and delivering, they don't seem very quick to adjust. And the reason they don't seem very quick to adjust is because Jason Garrett is terrible and cannot run a team successfully. I'm not going to argue with that because I completely agree. He should be that. gone at the end of the season. Whether he will or not is another question because Jerry Jones loves Jason Garrett. It's like a third son I like seeing Jerry there's Jones Stephen, waste his money Stephen so. is there a Jerry, Jerry Jones Jr there's Jerry Jones Jr of course there is JJJ yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Triple J 
for the real Triple J. <laughs> <laughs> I can just no, never mind. I'm sure they wanted to call him KKK, and they couldn't just because of where they're from. Jesus, um, <laughs> I can see it now. They've placed the decked out in his white christening ground. They pe- they faced the Pats this weekend, the uh, Cowboys. Yeah, and I, I think they've got a very good chance of winning. Unfortunately, that the Eagles play the Seahawks, so they'll probably still be ahead. The um, the ineffectiveness of Zeke over the last few weeks, is this a, a major concern or is it just that they're not leaning on him as much because Dak no, is really playing well? It's because he's not had a full off-season training. He's spent time in Mexico sunning himself on a beach. He's not fit. He's not or the same. Or other places, according to John. Yeah, we're not going to go into that. Um, Cabo. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not fit. He's not the same Zeke Elliott we saw in his first three, four years of his career. It's probably going to take another off-season for him to get back to, back to fitness. Uh, and Amari Cooper, because I was relying on an enormous game from Amari, a, a Debo Samuel-sized game from Amari Cooper, and I got like five fantasy points. A usual me. Debo Samuel game. Standard Debo. <laughs> Amari Cooper is struggling with injuries to about every limb, and he's I mean, still not being paid, remember? This is... Just no, I'm pretty sure he's earning some sort of salary. <laughs> <laughs> but he hasn't had the contract. It's not college. But we all were... <laughs> working experience. on a seven-figure <laughs> <Yeah>. salary. <laughs> we, we were all saying earlier in the year they need to pay everybody to keep this team Look, balanced. Like they, they've paid Zeke. They've got to pay Dak next. Like, So, my point being, if he now drops off and doesn't contribute for the final third of the season, he'll be going somewhere else because they'll, they'll ship him out. Michael Gallup's playing really well. Yeah, but I think Murray Cooper last week was brilliant. Some of the catches he made on, yeah. the, on the sideline were absolutely But he actually awesome. had to be taken off and out of the game this week because he looks injured, and he came in carrying an injury designation. I'm just saying he's risking himself by playing, and they haven't paid him. That's, that's, that's where players fall out with teams, when they feel like they're giving more than they're getting back. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's pretty much guaranteed a playoff berth, isn't he? Well... In that division, yeah. You would you would like to think so, but whether or not he'll be fit to play in the playoffs, that's... Their, their schedule is harder than the Eagles. The oh, Eagles really? have one really hard game. The Cowboys uh, have quite a, couple, quite a few. So it's not as cut and shut as we all assume. Cut and dry. Cut and dry. Cut and shut's a MOT yeah, passing technique. Uh, Dak was the first Cowboys quarterback with 3,000 passing yards over the first 10 games of any season. He's on course to have over 5,000 passing yards this year. And, well. and yet can't get in the MVP race. Well, no, he's not that good. Well, what's, it, it, what's he done recently? Uh, 444 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns, <laughs> no interceptions. And, and the aforementioned Jeff Driscoll, first quarterback to pass 20 fantasy points against the Cowboys this year. Jeff Driscoll. How many people have Jeff Driscoll on their fantasy team? Uh, I bet you wish you did this weekend. Oh, How did Deshaun Watson do? And the last um, I saw him, he had minus points. Yeah, he shot the bed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely point when um, was it Duncan sent his team, which had Watson on minus points, Elliot on minus points, and I can't remember who the wide receiver was, but also on minus points after a free, free of his team had fumbled <laughs> in the first two minutes. So, the Nick Foles Roadshow. Uh <laughs> All over again begins uh, as he returned from injury to lead the Jags against the Colts. And uh, really, they must have been great, really glad to see him. This one ended 13-33 to 33 in favour of the Colts. None of that uh, big dick energy <laughs> for, the, for the Jags. There was no energy for the Jags. This was awful. 
Uh, and this is exactly what you'd expect I from think a Nick Foles, Foles team. Had, had one good pass. The DJ Shark do 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 do, do uh, for the touchdown. <laughs> <Every week. laughs> it has to be done. Um, but apart from that, it was distinctly average. The the Jags defense got manhandled oh. by the Colts. The Colts put up their most rushing yards since two thousand. Two players over hundred yards. Jonathan Williams thirteen carries, and Marlon Mack. yards. Marlon Mack fourteen carries, one hundred nine yards. And he didn't play the last quarter because he broke no. his hand. Yeah, I know. I'm a bit worried about that. This is this is. This is the problem the Jacksonville Jaguars have got. They, they don't have an identity anymore. They're not Saxonville. They're not blocking everybody's run. They don't have a franchise quarterback. What are they? Slacksonville. Slacksonville. I like nice. it. Nice. Was that... You think about that beforehand, or...? I, no. I just, it just came out now. That's good. Uh, Justin Houston is performing at Robert Mathis levels, though, for the Colts, which is great. They, they've they struggled over the past couple of years to get to the opposing quarterback, and Houston's got a sack in seven consecutive their, games now? Yeah, it was their biggest need coming into the season with a legitimate pass rusher. I think Houston's a good band-aid, but they still probably need to be looking for someone long-term in the, in Can the draft. Can you feed the world? I, can't, I don't know any other band-aid jokes. Sorry, I didn't realise that was a joke. Oh, that's we've been talking hard. For It's four very late at night. Yeah. We've been talking for four minutes. We've not mentioned Quentin Nelson in the keg stand yet. Come on. Yeah, so it wasn't up. a touchdown. It wasn't a touchdown, which is disappointing. The celebration was amazing. And whoever decided they could support that man's weight for the 30 seconds that that celebration took hold deserves an extra day off. Because that guy is a beast. He's pretty big. And then they called the touchdown back anyway. I was gutted about that. Oh, they should yeah. have given it to him again. <laughs> they should have just let him have another go. Yeah. Uh, Adam Vinatieri now has the record for the most field goals attempted ever. 709 field goals attempted. I don't know how many of those he's missed, but his completion percentage is up around 81, I think, 81%. So. Yep. I mean, he made one for one this week. Good job. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, finally, the Falcons. Uh, have Falcons have decided that the season started. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've got, I'm friends with a Falcon fan. The one Falcons fan remaining. Uh, and he, he messaged me to say, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they, are they having IVs of crack at half-time? They're, well, they're a different team, aren't they? They're brilliant, aren't they? They literally come off the bye, and they they are a different team, completely and well, utterly. They, they changed the coaching, didn't they? They changed the coaches around. So they put yeah, they, had a, they had a world-class safeties coach who was teaching the wide receivers, and they, they put him in charge of the safeties. It wasn't and, like uh, they brought in new good. people, though. These people are on the staff beforehand. So, like, what? Yeah. Like, what, were they, what were they doing for the first It makes you wonder how well the organisation was run up to the bye week. And then whether they were all told, you're all losing your jobs if we don't win four of the last seven games. Like, we were all calling for Dan Quid's head. Like, yeah. We all fought. And he may well still lose his job. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, if they go it, they, if they finish the season... I mean, they've got a chance of finishing the season with a winning record if they w- went out. But, you know, realistically, getting to something like 6, six, or, and, six ten. and 10, 7 yeah. or 9. 6 and 10 keeps his job. From job-y. where they've started, that's a really good result. Uh, yeah. Been... 29 to 3 victory over the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey, first player with 1,000 rushing yards and 500 receiving yards in the first 10 games of any season ever. So. I mean, as another guy who's not going to win MVP, but, no, but probably should. Because he's, yeah, because he's not a quarterback. But let's well, not forget, and this was a bad day for his team. He was still brilliant. Do you remember when MVP, the MVP was a running back quite regularly? Well, no, because I'm not that old. I'm not that old either. It was the early 90s when it was a regularly a running back. Emmett the, Smith, the Like In the 2000s, there were MVP. Adrian Peterson won it. 
Terrell, did Terrell Davis win it? No, Terrell Davis won it. Well, yeah, Sean Alexander. Yeah, you you have more of a chance pre-2010. Yeah, no, it is all about the quarterbacks, and that's why the offensive player of the year usually goes to a running back. Hmm. Uh, the Falcons, four interceptions of Kyle Allen on the day, who is regressing slightly since he was handed the, the job for the season. Uh, to be expected, but they only had two interceptions coming into this game. It opens up the the debate about Cam Newton again, though, doesn't it? Because like beforehand, we were saying, oh, yeah, Kyle Allen, he's pretty decent. He, you know, he's not he's not electric. He doesn't throw you know massive bomb passes, but yeah, he's safe. He doesn't turn the ball over. The last few games, he's been pretty bad. I so, think this isn't necessarily Cam Newton. This is time for the the tenth overall pick in our fantasy draft, Will Greer. Did you take him number 10 overall? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the last couple of weeks Will, Will Greer plays, but I, I'm convinced that Kyle Allen is a much better quarterback than Will Greer. And Nine I'm interceptions still, in his last four games. Yeah, he leads the league in interceptions since week eight. I still think Kyle Allen will be the starter there next season. I think Kyle Allen is the type of quarterback that won't lose you a game, but he's not going to win you a game. So he's Alex Smith. He's, he's not that good. Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jeff Driscoll will lose you lots of games. <laughs> You've just been really harsh on Jeff Driscoll. Until I see something good out of Jeff Driscoll, I'll continue to be harsh on him. The Panthers just scored 27 points against yeah. the, the, <laughs> the seventh win. best defence in the league. Touchdowns, no they didn't win. They he has as win. many rushing touchdowns as an entire team. They didn't win. It doesn't matter. Jimmy Garoppolo's won nine games yeah. and you shit all over him. Yeah. Like, it's just double standards. Your own team in the nine and one have been over 500 for 19 years. Gary's not here. I have to be double negative just to make up for it. Especially on the 49ers because you're all too optimistic. Uh, I'm not. Panthers have allowed 18 rushing touchdowns this season, which leads the league. Considering how strong they've been up front and in the linebacking department for a few years, that, they did this that last, is pretty poor. Yeah, they did this last year, didn't they? They started off amazingly well. Everyone's you know, really bigging them up. And the defence this year looked really good. And they've just come back off the bye and they've just been total wank. <laughs> <laughs> like I know they got absolutely destroyed by the Niners after the bye week, but... I thought that was a one-off, but it's looking like that's kind of par the course now. To give up 29 points against an Atlanta team, which, let's face it, it's not been brilliant. It's an Atlanta team where Julio Jones uh, hasn't scored since week seven as well. Yeah. And, but and Calvin now Ridley is uh, looking... John, did you have Calvin Ridley and Debo Samuel against me in Van Is that why it's worth it? I had also had Marvin Jones on my bench, who had a beautiful uh, connection with... Uh, Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll, the aforementioned <laughs> Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> so, yeah, I could have beaten you many ways. It looked like you did by the time the games had finished. I was black I, didn't, I didn't even need one of, my def- one of my running backs to turn up. I had Connor. Anyway. Yeah, it's two points. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's when I lose in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> We will all we'll, we'll all be rejoicing. Yeah. So that's uh, we should get there. <laughs> that's all the games done. We need to we need to have a look at the standings because we've reached that final uh, third of the season now, where it's it's starting to settle in. Patriots, Chiefs, Ravens, and Colts are the pole position teams for winning their divisions in the AFC. Anybody think that that won't be the final four winners of the divisions? Mm, I don't know. I think the AFC South, you could see yeah. Texans coming coming strong. Any of the top three could still win that. Yeah, I would agree. I also think there is a chance the Chiefs slip up and the Raiders surpass the Chiefs in the AFC West. I, don't know. I think Mahomes will get a bit more game time under his belt. He will. He's got the bye coming up. My concern is Mahomes gets injured again. 
because he's not looking quick. And I know they've got the bye week, but hear me out. If he gets tackled and lands on that knee again and misses, say, the final two games of the season, that could be crucial. As long as the Raiders keep pace with them. You could say that about anybody, though. Yeah, but because he's already injured. Derek Carr is perfectly fit and he's playing the best we've seen him play. Yeah, but if he breaks his leg again like he did the other year. What was that, two years ago? Two years ago. Or breaks his back again. Yeah. (laughs) And we get McGloin come in. Uh, I'm not sure Matt McGloin is there. Drew Brees has had time. Isn't it Matt Glennon? It would be Matt Glennon. Oh, yeah, McGloin did come in. The Raiders play the Jets this week, so they're going to be equal with the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm um, looking down the... When do the Chiefs and Raiders play? The week after. The week after the bye. That's, that's, that's a big game. That's a big game. Andy Reid does really well after the bye, doesn't he? Then it's Chiefs-Patriots. Yeah, really like impressive, yeah, really impressive yeah. record. Um, the Bills and the Texans are currently in the two wildcard spots. Uh, I'm fairly sure the Bills are going in. I'm they've not. Still to, well, they still got to play the Jets, haven't they? Yeah. So that's a win. Uh, I'm not sold on two teams coming out of the AFC South yet. I still think the Raiders or the Chiefs, mm-hmm. whichever one doesn't win that division. And I just got this horrible feeling that the Browns might do something in nope. the final four games of the season, five games of the season. No, nope, can't see it. They've got a. They'll suck. Yeah, maybe. They've got a legacy of stink. <laughs> To go with the name the Browns, is that what? Yeah, they stink. Okay, uh, NFC then: Cowboys, Niners, Packers, and Saints. Top four teams. Uh, the only one of those I don't think is winning their division is possibly the Packers. I think the Vikings could go past them again. It's going to be tight in that division. Both of those teams are probably going to the playoffs because the Bears and Lions are awful. Um, other than that, this is pretty much set. I can't see the Seahawks not making it into the, the postseason. Yeah, I can also, the, the 49ers games coming up are hard. Yeah. So you, I can see them. They're, they're, they're going to be in the playoffs, these two teams. But whoever goes in in wildcard and who goes in as leaders. The Niners not, and Seahawks, you mean? I'm not quite sure which one. Because, uh, yeah, the Packers, the 49ers have the Packers, they have the Ravens, and you, the Saints. You the, the Saints. Fa- you've got the Falcons as well, who suddenly turned up for the season. You know, yeah. It's it's not as cut and dry and got, I mean, as, as, <laughs> as you make it out. So. Yeah, it's, not cut, it's not cut and shut, you're right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. The yeah. Seahawks are the Seahawks. They do enough week every 17, time. Week 17, 49ers at Seahawks, the last game of the, the season. That That's is literally, crucial. you're playing for the division. or You'd really ball. want that the other way around as a Niners fan, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. But, but either way, so. I think both teams are going to the postseason. I do as well. So I don't, I don't think the Rams are very good. Um, I don't, there's no one in the NFC East other than the Cowboys who are going to get there. The same with the NFC South. Now the Panthers are fourth. We're, we're all out on the Eagles, are we? Everybody? They're, they're a game behind the they're Cowboys, behind and they still have to play each other. Yeah, I just and I they, can't see it with the Eagles. Don't the Eagles still have to play the Giants and the Redskins again? Yeah, that's the only thing that. I mean, would keep them on par for a, I mean, for a we, playoff place. We suck. You do suck. Yeah, you do. But the Eagles suck every other week, which is why they're five and five, and they could easily lose to one of those two teams. I mean, you could easily see the Eagles. No one's beat losing the to the Redskins. <laughs> Somebody already did. They're one and nine. Go on, you think hard. Was it the Jets? No, uh, they just beat them, didn't they? I have no idea who they it was. They beat the oh, Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay, well, I'm fairly sure that we're going to see minimal changes from here on out. I don't think any of these divisions are so screwed up that you're going to see a lot of change. And 
I'd say that's quite early in the season to be making that declaration. Normally, it's three games to go when you start to see who's where. So, well, I'd like to say the Patriots are going to win the AFC East, and I'll stick with that for now. And that's all, all right. you're going with. You're fairly confident. Right? We're only only two games ahead of the Bills. There's just a lot of like. There's normally a few bad, like a couple of bad teams. There seems to be just a lot of dross this year. There does because there's teams like the Rams, the Bears, the Falcons, who we didn't expect, and then. You know, the Chargers, who are way underperforming from last year, the Jets, who had got so much promise, the Browns, who had got so much promise, none of them have come up this year. It's very disappointing. Some of these games have been really hard to watch this year. I just think it's this thing, the season, where you've had these teams who are kind of, oh, it's all going to be so good. Look at all these great players we've got. There's a legacy of shite. Well, there's a legacy <laughs> of poor coaching. It doesn't matter how good your players are, if you can't coach them, you won't win anything. The, the Cowboys have had some of the best players we've seen in the last five to seven years and haven't won anything because the coaching is awful. I think it sometimes goes higher than that, though. I don't think it's just coaching. I think it's the general organisation scheme that they have. I mean, you look at some of these teams that haven't done well historically for the last 10, 15 years. Jets, Finns, Bengals, Skins. Bengals um, Browns, even Jags to an extent. Yeah, they have one, like good, they have year. one good year. And it all, I think they've tried so many times to bring in even new general managers. They've had so many coaches between. Look at the amount of coaches that the Jets, Finns, and probably Browns have had between them over the last 10 years. So, I'll tell you what the difference is between a, a poorly run team and a team that's making an attempt to turn it around is that the Cardinals picked Rosen, realised they'd screwed it up, and took the dive and went and picked another quarterback in the first round. And the Bengals, you know, if they'd have picked Rosen, he'd still be playing yeah, for the Bengals. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. I mean, you're right. They kind of cut their losses, realised they made a mistake, and moved on quickly. And Which is why the Bengals didn't trade AJ Green away when they should have done. Yeah, I mean, every, I can't go over how badly the Bengals are run. And I, I, I put Washington in that as well, because those two franchises, for me, are absolute bullshit. They're letting down the standard of the league. Browns, I think, are getting there with John Dorsey as general manager. I think Freddie Kitchens is a mistake, and I think they'll cut him. Like the Cardinals done with Rosen, I think they'll cut Kitchens and bring in someone decent. That was just bad overall management, because you've got yeah. this, you've built this really expensive car yeah. and let a child yeah, drive it. that's exactly it. You've <laughs> Quite got, a large child. I mean, <laughs> you, yeah, you look, at the, you look at the talent on that roster, and they, yeah. sh- they, should be, they should have more than four wins. Come on. I've only just got my licence. Great, here's a Ferrari. Right, got, <laughs> I mean, that, that roster is as good as the 49ers. Better, you'd say in some yeah. ways. Uh, they've got better receivers. They've got a good pass rush. They've got a good backfield. Your quarterbacks last year were probably comparable because Groppel had a broken leg or whatever it was. But generally, you know, We've discussed Baker Mayfield can be a good quarterback. Those are two good rosters, and one of them is nine and one, and the other one is four and six. Okay, um, so uh, anyone want to discuss fantasy nope. before nope. we go? No, nope. I suck. You two go ahead because you know, me and Griff are yeah. just going to call it a good quarter day. Have I got the, am I talking to the bottom three here in our league? I believe you are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're and mighty I, perch. I'm in the playoffs. <laughs> I am the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm any, any of us are qualified no right to give to any be. fantasy tips this, year, this week. No, no fantasy tips from any of us. Uh, although I did tell John he should uh, play Darius Geist last week, thinking he'll be rubbish, and then he went and scored, and he <laughs> didn't work against me at all. I, I think I outscored most of the league. Unfortunately, I didn't outscore Gary, who I was playing. I hit a uh, league-high 61 points this week. <laughs> 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 it was an amazing setup that you had this week. Weren't all your players on a bye? 
yeah, yeah, that's, that's let's go with that. Yeah, yeah I, I was shite. Yeah, <laughs> who's on the bye this week? It's the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah, no, Vikings are on the bye this week as well. Vikings. It should be another one of those four. I don't know. I didn't look. I thought somebody else might do that research for me. Oh, blimey, I'll do it now. Hold on. Uh, but yeah, Chiefs, Chargers, Vikings, one other. I, I don't know. My computer's not getting there that fast. You've all got computers in front of you. Look it up yourself. It's the one thing I haven't written down for you. Yeah, bloody listeners. Who do you think you are <laughs> relying on us? They, they'll have looked it up themselves by now. Don't, don't stress. That'd be fine. Cardinals. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well done, Jim. I said that, that, that don't matter for fatness anyway. You ain't, unless you've got Kirk, you ain't got a Cardinals player. Well, I'm worried. You might have. Maybe. You might be holding on to David Johnson in the... It'd be just, be, the hope. just because you drafted him in the first round for some reason. It's time to let go of you, Johnson. Yeah. Uh, so, this has been the Snap UK podcast. Go leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening and uh, make sure you join us again next week as the playoff really starts to take shape and uh, Griff continues to bash his head on a wall whilst watching his fantasy lineup fall flat on his ass. Although I guess that could be anyone around I'm this table. I'm below you, aren't I? I, I stopped looking when Debo Samuel kept catching passes. I just gave up with life. Look, you're in the presence of a fantasy genius, legitimate fantasy genius. Don't don't worry. But for um, but for now, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye.